You are now listening to The Audio Burrito. Take a bite out of something great for your ears. What happens when we as Christians try to live our personal lives by God's economy, but we treat others by man's economy? Hey, what's up, guys? It's Youth Pastor Breck, and we're here with tonight's Bible study table talk that we are bringing right to you. And this is going to be really cool. This is the first time we've done something like this. Mm -hmm. I mean, hey, we're trying something new. It's social distancing. But uh, anyway, <laughs> but tonight I just want to, you know, ask a few questions and we're going to talk about forgiveness. This is something cool that we put out on Facebook and we asked the question, you know, what would you like to hear us talk, preach, teach about? And forgiveness was the number one thing that popped up first. So we're talking about forgiveness tonight. But before we jump into forgiveness, I actually want to talk about an R word and that is rest. And I want to actually ask you, Nick, what do you think of when you hear the word rest? I mean, what's the first thing that pops in your head? past couple of days the past couple of days Weeks. what do you mean by that um i mean i've been having to work a whole lot harder so i've mm -hmm. been resting a whole lot harder too yeah that's that's good i even say when i was trying to think of words that go along with rest what do you think about this one a vulnerable position does that kind of like hit you like it's a it's a place of vulnerability yeah because if you're not resting enough you tend to stress out more stress out more that's yeah, right you're not able to think as well as you're supposed to. Mm -hmm. You're vulnerable. Definitely. And I even thought about this one. It's a moment of peace and quiet or can be or it, it, it's supposed to be. I feel like a moment of peace and quiet. But even I asked my wife, Becca, and she gave me a really good one. She said it's a type of submission. It's like you're giving up that day. Like mm -hmm. I didn't even think about it. I was like, man, that's a really good answer, a type of submission. And that is actually going to play into our forgiveness subject for tonight. But now try to imagine, again, having rest, but having rest in forgiveness, having peace and quiet from a situation because of forgiveness, uh, admitting submission because of for forgiveness, and even this right here, letting down your pride in order to forgive. Do you think pride is a big key when it comes to forgiving somebody? Oh, yeah. You got, like, Sometimes whenever you don't forgive somebody, it's because you feel like uh, most of the time it's because you feel like you're right. Mm, but, uh, that's good. Whenever you forgive someone, it's admitting that, you know, maybe my pride isn't worth it. You know, that friendship is worth more. I've had situations like that in the past where mm -hmm. I've had to give up my pride for that friendship. Whereas if I didn't, uh, they would no longer be in my life. Wow. So, so yeah. Pr yeah, pride, I think, is a big key when we are going to talk about this tonight. I mean, we'll, we'll see that here in a little bit, but I just want to read a quick verse to you tonight. And the thing about when it comes to Jesus, we all know Jesus was the most polarizing, just wow character to ever walk the face of this earth. But he actually talked about for, you know, he talked about forgiveness a lot. That was a, a big thing in his ministry. So Matthew eleven twenty eight through 30 actually says this, come to me, all you who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. There's that word again. So take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and humble in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. That's amazing right there. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. And I just want to explain this just for a second. It says, I will give you rest. It doesn't say I will give you rules. I'll give you regulations. I'll give you religion. No, it doesn't say that. He says, I will give you rest if you come to me. Mm. That's, that's pretty amazing. But how do we get that rest? So right here, how he says, take my yoke upon you, learn from me in that verse, learn from me. I, that's something 
I think that's key uh, in, in Christianity. Do you want to learn from him a little bit more? Oh, I, mean, yeah. I mean, that's like, yes, of course we need to learn from him. But if we learn from him, what can we learn? And it's amazing. Even in another version, it says, uh, because he's gentle and lowly in heart. And that's, that's pretty cool because this one even says, I'm gentle and humble in heart. But again, another version says lowly in heart. And we're going to learn what that means in a second. But once we learn this, again, this is a key ingredient for the type of forgiveness that we are speaking about uh, tonight. So again, how can we learn to have rest for our souls? That's another thing that it said in there. It's rest for our souls. Does that make sense? Not, not necessarily at first, but we're going to figure that out in a second. But again, gentle. Nick, what do you think of when you hear the word gentle? I guess the Holy Spirit is the first thing that comes to my mind. Holy Spirit pops in your mind. That's yeah. good. I like that answer. That's um, good. Yeah. You know, like anytime, like most, most, uh, well, any like legitimate experiences people have with the Holy Spirit are gentle. Mm-hmm. Um, that's good. I like that answer, yeah. man. I guess that's, and even the actual, uh, definition to gentle is moderate in action effect or degree not harsh or severe I, I think that's really good that stands out to me not being harsh or severe so a characteristic what we can learn from jesus what it talks about here is that his characteristic he was not harsh and he was not severe and again that's going to play in with our forgiveness uh topic here about how when we forgive Forgiveness is not a harsh thing and it's not you don't want to come down and be like a severe type of an attitude when you are forgiving somebody But then lowly in heart. What do you think of when you hear lowly in heart as well, Nick? I'm struggling with that one. It's different. That is definitely a different uh, Different term I think for sure, but even when I when I searched it up It talked about having a humble spirit mm-hmm. or being humble in your mannerisms and that again It brings up that fr- that pr- uh, pride thing. I'm sorry. I said fried pride uh, Being free from pride lowly yeah. heart means being free from pride. What do you think about that? Well, I, I feel like That's what that's that, that's what Christians are supposed to be and you're not supposed to be prideful and you're not supposed to be you're supposed to be humble in your actions yeah you know you're supposed to show love to people but not to get anything out of it you're just supposed to show the love of christ mm-hmm. and uh I mean, I mean that's what sticks out to me when i hear that now that you explained it a little more that's the first thing that comes to my mind yeah and that goes right along even what you talked about earlier and the pride thing that you mentioned as well but even check this out guys in life and i'm going to ask you this nick do you like to be around people who forgive or people who are resentful and hold grudges? Definitely people that forgive. I mean, my goodness, I feel like I I wouldn't have any friends around me if I didn't forgive people. I mean, I feel like I've done stuff to people and then they've done stuff to me back. What about you? I mean, mean, I've I've had my moments where like my anger has gotten the best of me, but I always try to go back and like mend that. Yeah. (laughs) You know you messed up, you know you messed up and it's always good to it's like, hey, man, I messed up. I'm sorry that I yelled at you earlier. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, will you forgive me? Or or somebody snaps at me for something I did wrong or something. Like, I always, like, well, I mean, if I did something wrong, then I understandable. But, like, <laughs> I've had moments where, like, people just take their anger out. And it's like, you know, you got to forgive them. Because, like, in that moment, they don't think straight. Mm-hmm. And I could go back to, the, to what you said about rest earlier where, you know, they're probably not resting like they should. Mm-hmm. So they're taking their like they can be a little more like on edge like the edge of a knife type thing rather than being Mm -hmm. a little more smooth so that's good i like where you're going with that 
Um, so yeah, I mean, I think all of us out there, even in Facebook land or Instagram, wherever you're listening uh, to this, we like to be around people who forgive rather than hold grudges. We all can probably agree on that. Even check this out though right here. I got here in my notes. There are those of us who have great dreams and goals and ideas and things that we want to do. But in order to reach a lot of those goals, in order to have success, you're going to have to learn how to forgive. Mm -hmm. And that's, again, like you said, rest even plays into that. Getting rid of pride plays into that as well. But in order to have success in life or to be successful in your everyday actions, you have to learn to forgive. And I think even this is something, even working at a church, forgiveness plays in a lot. You think everything would be hunky-dory all the time, but it's not all the time. And I think forgiveness is even one of those things where you think your relationship with somebody is here, but it can be here. Mm -hmm. But you're going to have to kind of go through some growth moments. Mm -hmm. You're not always going to see eye to eye, you know what I'm saying? And you're going to have to, hey, I didn't really like that, but I'm going to have to forgive you. I'm going to have to grow with you in order for the relationships to, to reach what God wants them to reach. Mm -hmm. I think that's that's pretty cool, too, about how it's not always going to be easy, yeah. but you have to learn to forgive and grow and kind of have that healthy tension there um, to, in order to reach the potential you're supposed to reach as well. Um, Nick, did you ever hear of this before that there are three levels of forgiveness? Have you ever heard of that before? No. Three levels of forgiveness. I'm going to talk about this just for a second. We'll get your, your input here. Number one is this is the, the, the first level. And this is something I think we, uh, we all think is easy to do, actually, is you forgive the person and they completely repent for their wrongdoings. Meaning, like, say, you know, you caught them in the action of doing whatever that they were doing. They might have stole something from you. They might have done something wrong to you. But they're, like, on their knees and they're begging for forgiveness. They know they're wrong. Mm -hmm. You know, and, and it's almost easy when that person is truly, truly sorry for what they did. Yeah. You can, like, oh, it, it's almost... You almost feel bad for them in that moment. So that's the first level. Number two is you forgive the person even though they do not completely repent of their wrong. They're just, hey, stuff happens. Uh, mm -hmm. You know, they know they're wrong. They might say sorry, but it's kind of a uh, sorry. Mm -hmm. You know, you can forgive the person yeah, of that as well. Me. So there's that level. And then there's a level three. And this is the type that us as Christians strive for it and I think it's what I want all of us out there to try to come to an understanding on tonight is the level three is where you forgive the person completely even though the other person does not even participate in the action of forgiveness at all meaning they might move off to Timbuktu and never say sorry ever again you might never ever talk to that person again and they might have done something really really wrong to you but yet you can still say, you know what, I'm going to forgive that person anyways. And it's even like we've seen stories before where somebody might have literally killed somebody in their family, mm. but they walk up to them in a courtroom and give them a hug anyways yeah. and say, I forgive you. I mean, I've seen stuff like that. Have you ever seen that before? Oh, yeah. I saw one where a mom forgave a guy for killing her son. I mean, like, and it's dang. like, <laughs> it's mind blowing. Like, yeah. how could you forgive that person? Mm. Yeah. You know, wow. And I even have a story, I, like I've told this before in, in youth group nights, where I was at Lee University one time, and I'm not going to name any names because they might be watching, but there was a guy, sadly, who actually went into my dorm room and took money out of my drawer, took all, all actually all the cash I had at that time. Mm -hmm. And I ended up finding out who it was, but something, 
a peace, a rest, you know, came over me. And I was like, you know what? Maybe that guy needed that money way more than I did. Mm-hmm. And I forgave him. On the, and that, that was not my character at the time. Like, I normally, I would have snapped. I would have been that one who was on the edge of a knife. Like, you know what? We're going to fight. We're going to fight, you know? But no, I ended up like just, dude, it's all good. Mm-hmm. That, was, that was a God moment. Mm-hmm. That was that Holy Spirit you talked about. That gentleness. Mm-hmm. That, that lowly humbleness and heart that, wow, I don't know how that came over me. But it was definitely a God moment for sure. Have you ever had any moments like that in your life before? Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> there definitely. are moments, I mean, especially working, you know, like you said, at a church, there are moments where, like, you think it's going to be great. But, like, in the heat of a moment on a mm-hmm. Sunday morning when nothing's working, like, we've had <laughs> moments where, like, we'd be getting the live stream set up and then everything falls apart. Yeah. Right five minutes before service. And then I have this person, this person, and this person, this person, and then, you know, like, I'm, I'm, I'm not, you know, being as kind as I should, mm-hmm. and then, you know, I have to, like, I have to ask for forgiveness mm-hmm. sometimes. Oh, yeah. Because, like, I've had it moments happens. where I'm like, dang, Nick, you should have said that. <laughs> but, but it happens. It definitely happens. But, in, but, I mean, like, in the past, though, I have had people react that way towards me, and, and you know, I, I have to, like, remember that. Like, I'm guessing, like, I'm, I'm kind of thinking, like, now that, you know, now that I understand the stress of moments like that, that uh, it's not that they did that intentionally to me. Mm-hmm. So like now I'm I'm like well now from now on like maybe you know I understand exactly mm-hmm. where they were coming from. Mm-hmm. You see the the maturity and the growth that's happened. So it's somewhat now. easier to yeah. forgive people for stuff like that. Uh, other times it can be really hard. Yeah. So again, it's it might be easy to be that one or two level, but to reach that three level, man, is like woo. That's that's a tough thing. So level three is the goal here. That's the key here to try to be able to forgive people, even though they might not ever, ever, ever say that they're sorry for what they have done. And it may take us a while to get there, but we can with the help of the Holy Spirit. We, we can all agree to that. Um, again, though, pointing this out, this is just a, a note here that I have. If you spend your time and your energy on being resentful and being bitter over a situation that needs forgiveness, whatever that situation or circumstance might be, that is like you telling God, you know what? I don't need you in my life or I don't need you in that situation in my life. You catch that? Like Mm -hmm. if you're going to be bitter and resentful and hold on to that grudge, that's you saying like, no, this is my situation and God, get your hands off. I'm like, I don't want that in my life. I want to be, you know, God here, take my situations, Mm -hmm. take my, my hard heart sometimes. And uh, so we need to, to realize that, that we need resentfulness and bitterness to be gone. But as we jump into the, the meat here of this session, Matthew 18 through 21, or I'm sorry, Matthew 18, 21 through 27 says this real quick. Then Peter came to Jesus and asked, Lord, how many times shall I forgive my brother or sister who sins against me up to seven times? I feel like he's kind of being a little like sarcastic here a little bit. Like how many times Jesus, you know, but Jesus answered, I tell you, not seven times, but 77 times. Therefore, the kingdom of heaven is like a king who wanted to settle accounts with his servants. As he began the settlement, a man who owed him 10,000 bags of gold was brought to him. Since he was not able to pay, the master ordered that he and his wife and his children and all that he had be sold to repay that debt. Uh, At this, the servant fell on his knees before him. Be patient with me, he begged, and I will pay back everything. And the servant's master took pity on him canceled the debt and let the man go. So here's a little exchange between Peter and Jesus that's happening here. 
And then Jesus ends up going into an amazing mm -hmm. teaching forgiveness moment. So Jesus is saying, you know, again, if you want to be close with me, if you want to be like me, you want to learn from me, you never, ever, 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 ever stop forgiving. Yeah. And that's like, my goodness, but what if, mm, but what if, and he's like, no, never, ever. You've always got to forgive. And Jesus uses this amazing example, this this parable here. The master in the story is referencing God, of course, and we are the servants in this parable. And so right here, how many times, I mean, Nick, think about this. How many times, I mean, you, you might not even have a number, but how many times do you think God has forgiven you? Mm. I mean, could you even put that in a, into a number? I probably couldn't. I probably, it's an, un, I, like, I think it's an unbelievable amount of times. I mean, just mind-blowing. Wow. I mean, just everybody out there, take a second and think to yourself, how many times has God forgiven you? Like, uh, let's just pause for a second. Wow. Because right here, that's just what Jesus was saying in this verse. Here's this man, and they, Jesus tried to use, like, a money example here. And this guy comes, and he's like, I have all this debt. I have all this debt, which is, that's like us. We have all this debt against God because of our sin. And we're like, please forgive this. It, it's too much to pay back. And then God is like, you know what? I, I'll forgive that debt. Like, wow, that's, that's mind blowing. That is absolutely mind blowing right here that we owe so much. And God forgives us of our sins, forgives us of the debts. We're like, God, please don't take your wrath out on me. And he's like, I'm not going to take my wrath out on you. When he should. When he should. That's that's the crazy thing. So the starting point right here to becoming a level three forgiver, what, which we talked about, is recognizing that God has forgiven you and I an unbelievable amount of times. I mean, think of the worst of the worst things that you've ever done. And you still ask forgiveness mm -hmm. when you come around to that point, And he does it. Yeah. Amazing. Wow. So again, whenever we sin, whatever sin it might be that, uh, you know, we're, we're taking on this debt against God, like I said, and somehow it has to be paid off, like I said. So here's that money transaction again and try to get this. Like we have all this sin that we've done. Like you, you might have just done something by you might have looked at something. You might have thought something. You might have said something to somebody. And so that's occurring this debt against God. It's that sin that's piling up. But yet it's like Jesus is the banker almost. And we take that debt and we go to him and he says, okay, what do you want to cash in? And we say, we have all this debt and we hand it over to Jesus and Jesus goes, boom, takes it on a cross and he takes that debt upon his back. Mm -hmm. And then in return, he gives us grace and mercy and we get to walk out the door with grace and mercy. Yeah. It's what? I mean, mind blowing stuff right there. Yeah. It's just amazing how, how that works. So we walk into the bank, boom, here's, here's my sin. I want to cash in my sin. And he's like, yep, I'll take it upon my back. Here's, here it is on the cross. Walk out with grace and mercy. That's, that's absolutely amazing. So that's, that's what that first part is talking about, that parable. And even check this as I read on in this verse, Matthew 18, 28 through 35. But when the servant went out, he found one of his fellow servants who owed him a hundred silver coins just a, a few days wages, really. And he grabbed him and begged, you know, began to choke him, it says. He began to choke him. Pay back what you owe me, he demanded. And his fellow servant fell to his knees and begged him, be patient with me, and I'm going to pay this back. But he refused. Instead, he went off and had the man thrown into prison until he could pay the debt. 
When the other servants saw what had happened, they were outraged and went and they told their master everything that had happened. Then the master called the servant in, you wicked servant. I canceled all the debt of yours because you begged me to. Shouldn't you have had the mercy on your fellow servant? And in anger, his master handed him over to the jailers to be tortured until he should pay back all he owed. This is how my heavenly father will treat each of you unless you forgive your brother or your sister from your heart. What do you think about that? It's eye-opening. Yeah. I mean, that's always the, I mean, I always think about that if somebody um, hurts me, you know, because like it's not worth eternity to hold a grudge on somebody. I mean, I'd rather, you know, put my, like I said, put my pride away and say, all right, you know what? You might not accept it, but I forgive you, Mm -hmm. you know, you know, I mean, there, there are moments where like, you're like, I forgive you. Like, I don't care. Mm -hmm. It's like, well, I forgive you anyway. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I mean, it's not, it's not worth eternity Mm -hmm. holding a grudge to hold the grudge. That's right. It's, that's amazing though. How like in that story, something doesn't add up because again, at first there was the man who owed way more and he goes to the master and he's like, please forgive me. And his, you know, he gets forgiveness. Mm -hmm. But then that same man goes out into the world and he has somebody working for him who owes just a little bit of money. And he's like, you know what? He says he begins to choke the guy and yell at him and pay me up your couple days wages. Yeah. Compared to the debt that that dude had, you know, Mm. it's like what in the world? So again, the master hears about this and he's like, I'm going to throw you in the jail because you're not showing the same forgiveness that I showed to you. I mean, wow. Wow. And again, that's, that's where the God's economy and man's economy thing comes in to play here. So God's economy is man has a debt, but Jesus pays for the debt. And then man's economy is man has a debt and man has to pay up for the debt. But again, what upsets God is when we as Christians try to live our personal lives by God's economy. We want God to show us forgiveness, mm-hmm. but then when we go out into the world, we don't show forgiveness to others. But we want God to forgive us of our sins? Yeah. That doesn't add up. No, it doesn't. That doesn't add up at all. So again, I'm sure that anger has gotten that upsets God because he's like, I know what you did. I know what you did last Friday night, <laughs> but then you won't forgive your brother just for him saying like a cuss word or something. It's like, come on, man. Whoa. So it's kind of crazy how we need to realize if we want to become that level three forgiver that we talked about, we need to get to the point where yes, God forgives us of whatever the worst thing is, but even our best friend might do the worst thing to us and they might never say sorry, but we still Mm -hmm. can say, you know what? I'm going to forgive you, bro. So quickly, we're going to come to a close on this though. So backing up this word here, uh, remember how, how I talked about having dreams and goals and ideas and a bright, successful future. Again, you cannot have those things if you are resentful. That was something we pointed out. If you're bitter, resentful, have that good luck, you know, trying to have a successful future with that. And again, it even talks here as we're coming to a close, it even talks about in those verses, the man is handed to the jailers at the end. You can't have dreams if you're locked up. If you're in that bondage of resentfulness and bitterness, your dreams mean nothing. You're, you're locked up. It says he handed him over to the jailers like that. So your dreams, they're locked up. Your goals locked up. Your future locked up because of unforgiveness. Did you ever think about that? Mm. So again, think back to that, that rest we talked about. 
the, the true rest that you want in your life, the healthy rest, you can't have that rest if bitterness is there and the pride is there and the resentfulness is there because you're going to be thinking and pondering and all this stuff, it's going to mess with your rest. It's going to mess with your life. Mm-hmm. That's amazing how all this comes out of Jesus's teaching. You know, and again, that, that just that's mind blowing to me that rest is so key that you can't have that submission we talked about, that peace of mind, that vulnerability, that renewal, you know, if you have that resentful, unforgiving heart. What do you think about that as we're coming to a close? I mean, yeah, I, it'll eat away at you. It'll eat away at you. That's huge. There it is. It will literally eat away at you. And it, it, might does. Not, it might not at first, but if you continue to hold a grudge in your heart, um, yeah, you'll, you'll slowly but surely start to you're like deteriorate somewhat. Mm-hmm. You know, you're, you just grow up being grumpy. Uh, you'll have an anger issue. Yeah. It, it's not, yeah, it, it's not good for you. Yeah. Forgive people, please. <laughs> That's so good. So just like he said, it's going to eat away at you. Learn to become that level three forgiver. Guys, I don't know what situations are going on out there in your own life, whatever circumstances you might be going going through. Your mom or dad might have even said something to you. Your brother, your sister, your best friend, they might have said something to you, and you're truly hurting inside. But, guys, again, don't keep that bitterness and the resentfulness inside because, number one, it's going to mess with your rest. It's going to eat a, You're not even going to be able to sleep at night. And I want my sleep, man. I mean, come on now. But three quick things as we're coming to a close on this. Remember this. You can write these down real fast. Three quick things to remember. Remember, forgiveness, it's been given to you. Forgiveness has been given to us. Remember how many times God has forgiven you, no matter what it is you've done. Number two, choose to let it go. And please, in the background, don't let the Let It Go song start playing. (laughs) Lastly, pray for the offender. Whoa, pray for your enemies, what? Yes, pray for your enemies, pray for them. Because you might be the prayer that links up with God that begins to break down the walls around that person's cold, hard heart. You ever think about that? So again, remember the forgiveness that's been given to you. Choose to let it go and pray for the offender. Dear Father God, thank you so much for this time. Thank you for this wonderful lesson of forgiveness. And I hope that somebody out there in internet land learned something tonight. And they'll be able to, you know, have some rest tonight for the first time in a long time. Thank you for this moment. In Jesus' name, amen. I'm Breck. I'm Nick. See you guys later.